Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, uh, Jordi, I just want to start off because uh, I know you love cooking. And oh, yeah. How, how good of a cook are you compared to a coach? It's um, a good question. Uh, I would say that I'm above average. Okay. Going towards good. Um, just because if if I don't like how it tastes, then I get really mad and I try again until I feel it's better. Uh, so that's one. And the other one is because I like the process, not just the result, but cooking for, in my culture, with what I learned with my parents is we get together, we cook, and we spend time, play some music, and, you know, that's a way of, you know, living. We We... We don't eat to live, you know, and in, in the U in the U.S. a little bit it's just you eat something just to go by, and yeah. for us it's sitting down, spending time together is important. So that's you know what I like to do with my family, especially with my wife, my kids, and we like to entertain. So yeah, no, and and with that, I know your hometown. I heard it was like a huge basketball town. Yeah, and and just. Where, is that where your love of, of kind of basketball came from, and, and what drew you to coaching specifically? Yeah, so my hometown, I would say, is the. I think a lot of people would say is the European uh, capital of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good players. Uh, the club in my not just the main club that it's an ACD, but also the small clubs. Uh, develop great players. They all. Um, you know, it's, you see in ACB how many players uh, grew up playing in my hometown and also coaches. So, big tradition. Uh, it's what you lived since you're a little kid, and that's how I started playing. Started coaching when I was 15, I started playing when I was six. So, right there was my love for, for playing, competing, and then teaching and coaching. I know you had like a successful business and then you, you went into coaching. Kind of, what made you just make that kind of big jump and leap? Well, I mean, I coached, like I said, since I was very young, and then uh, finished my college degree, started my PhD. Um, I was coaching at the time as well, and um, and like you said, I had a little business going on that it was going very well, and at that time when I was 24, 25, but when I had the opportunity to come to the NBA, even though it was for um, almost for, you know, for nothing or not for a lot of money, uh, you still want to fulfill your your dreams, and also when you have the opportunity to learn. Uh, so that's why I, you know, took advantage of the opportunity, moved to the U.S. and started in the NBA, even though I had to start from the bottom. So uh, I, in that regard, I love challenges as long as it's something that I'm passionate about. Because to me, is if I'm going to be working in something that I'm not extremely passionate, then my life would not be, you know, fun, and the way I have it, I enjoy it. Um, I love working in the NBA. I love coaching uh, right now with Canada. It's like a dream come true, and and obviously my my wife and my kids are my number one priority. Um, and you sacrifice a lot, but you know, I thank especially my wife for allowing me to be here and. 
uh, you know, we're we're a good team all together. What do you think makes an effective, like a good coach in your mind, Jordy? Just like what I was talking about, my wife, number one. Because um, I think in your life, you, at least in my opinion, you need balance uh, and you need something that just keeps you even. And in my case, it's my wife. Um, and then with that, my kids. Um, our jobs are so stressful. And then in your life, you just... You just need that, uh, that that really makes you better and makes you focus when you have to focus. Otherwise, for me, if I would be like 24-7 just basketball, mm-hmm. then at some point it just wears you out. But, uh, you know, like I, I can spend that time with her, like cooking, doing all this stuff with our kids, which is they're like the number one thing in our lives. And, and then this way, when I do go to work, then I can like focus and be... Mm-hmm and be 100% in. And uh, with that, obviously, I asked you at one of the scrums just about kind of some of your role models. And you, you mentioned Sergio Scariola, who I interviewed, and just, you called him your FIBA father. Just tell us a little bit about your, how would you describe your relationship with Sergio, who he said you guys were very close. And, yeah. And uh, just what will it be like to, to go up against him uh, in a couple of days? Uh, to go against him is obviously an honor. Uh, I've learned a lot from, from him. I have a really good relationship. I have a lot of respect for him. I've learned a lot from him. Uh, like I said, I said on the media the other day, I have three fathers, like my biological father, which, you know, obviously I love him over uh, everybody else in this world. Um, he also taught me a lot about sports. Then I have my NBA father, which is Mike Brown, the one that brought me to the NBA and I work for. Um, and then my FIBA father, which is Sergio, that I've worked with in the Spanish national team and it's a person that I stay in touch and you know, especially uh, asking him opinions and advice, um, it's important for me. So, again, just an honor and I have a lot of respect for him. What will it mean to you personally just to, to go up against Spain? Obviously, you're Spanish, and, and just what, what's that dynamic like for you? Is obviously coaching the Canadian team, but being Spanish. And... Um, it's exciting because they're they're the number one team ranked right now in FIBA, and they're a really good program. So. It's just doing our our best to beat them, uh, playing our best basketball, continue to grow for us, uh, and other than that, that's that's pretty much it. I'm I'm more Canadian than Spanish right at this moment, so uh, obviously they're like our rival, and and we're gonna put our effort, all our effort to to try to be successful against them. And, and with that, with your experience from FIBA and at, like being with Sergio, with, with the Spanish team, with Mike Brown and the Nigerian team, and obviously in the NBA, what what have you kind of learned to maybe, what you're applying now with Canada as head coach, like what have you maybe, what are some of the things that you want to bring to this team or that you feel like you have brought to this team, this Canadian team that's done so well early on? Um, well, we have a long ways to go. Um, we're not even halfway through the tournament right now and you know having the mindset that yes we've done well right now but moving forward it means nothing mm-hmm. it's going to get to a point that if you if you make it to the quarterfinals it doesn't matter if you've won every game or if you've lost one game everybody's on the side and from there you have to continue to to win games so having that mindset that competitiveness it's uh, most important for me 
never relaxing, always feel like you can be better. And I think the guys so far, they've responded. Well, we got to do it again and we got to do it again. Just because you've done it doesn't mean that you're going to do it again. So that's my main focus. Uh, the guys are a great group. Uh, they have created a team, which was for us a priority, not just a bunch of talent together. They are a group of people that, you know, they all have their jobs and, and their roles and they embrace them and they do what's best for the team. So uh, in that regard, I'm extremely happy with, with these guys. Uh, but we, like I said, we can never relax. For sure. And, and with that, what's it been like for you to, to coach SGA? And, and I know in Toronto you talked about how he's like one of the more humble kind of superstars in the league. What does that help you? How does that help your job? How does that help the team? And, and just talk a little bit about that. Well, he makes my job way easier, right? Uh, and then guys like him, I've been fortunate to be around LeBron, Kyrie, Nicola, Jamal. So those those type of guys, you learn, you learn more about basketball from them that probably they learn from you. Mm -hmm. So it's been great for me. He's been extremely coachable um, and he sets the example for everybody else. So if, if we can hold him accountable and he takes it when he doesn't do anything, like when he's not doing what he's supposed to do, for instance, then everybody else will do it. And, and then when he does what he's supposed to do, you know, we'll we're, in my mind, we're invincible because uh, okay. everything else falls in place. Uh, his teammates and we're like one of the best units uh, that you can see in this tournament. And, and, and with that, just what, what what do you think it would mean for like you're the coach of Canada? What would it mean for this program to finally make the Olympics and, and maybe go deep in this tournament? Well, it's one of our goals, and. You know, when you haven't been there in 24 years, um, I think the Olympics is the biggest event that an athlete um, can be part of. Uh, that's very special. I've been there not as a head coach, so for me it's also special, extremely special. So we're not there yet. We're a few games away from it. And then after we achieve that, uh, we got to keep dreaming and we got to dream big and like all these guys said we have a chance so it's one game at the time but also we we have confidence and we believe that we're pretty good and just lastly and thanks again Jordy for doing this just uh, what what record would you recommend to people out there I know I know you love a lot of different types of music is there any artists or anyone that you you'd recommend for people that uh, maybe is underground that you really like uh, I mean, I have to go with a Canadian artist. Um, obviously, I know the. I've known the old ones, the, you know, since I'm quoted Alanis, but also Brian Adams and uh, obviously Drake and The Weeknd. But one of my last um, discoveries has been uh, the Arkells. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I just got two records of the Arkells. Uh, the other ones I was very familiar, so I, you know, okay. obviously The Weeknd and Drake, it's probably what I was most familiar with. Um, Jagged Little Pill was one of my favorite records, but the Arkells has been one of my last finds, and, and I've been I've been listening to those guys. And I had I had the uh, the opportunity to meet to meet one of them, so the, the, the yeah, yeah. So you know, big fan. Did the did the guys make you? play a lot of Drake and, and 
the weekend? Is that something that they I usually a lot? we usually play the uh, Canadian artists of the day. We do with the coaches, the players. At some point, obviously, we we try to uh, play some music. But at the end of the day, whatever they it makes them feel good. Um, Did they ever say, Coach, we need one of your requests, like an old timer or something? Uh, not so far, uh, but uh, you know, with the coaches, we always play a Canadian artist, and you know, that's Definitely. you know, it's got to keep promoting what's ours, and uh, I think that means a lot for for Canadians as well. So uh, we just got to promote and protect what's ours. Well, thanks so much, Jordi. Really of course. Appreciate it.